Welcome everyone into Bedardly Educated. We are here to talk about Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks <laughs> as the only Chicago sports story worth pursuing. Chris, how are you? I was wondering what you what yeah, happened. This is episode one of Bedardly <laughs> Educated. I thought maybe I misspelled the uh, the Zoom invite or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Carson I, Palmer, what? <laughs> shut up, man. Come on. That was uh, okay, one mistake fine. in that one part of that one show. Yeah, okay, fine. We'll talk about the Bears in uh, this episode, whatever. Uh, you know, okay, 118. Bears. 118. Boy, we've been doing this a long time for how pathetic this franchise is. Bears play the Broncos, and we're going to kind of maybe talk about it, but not really all that much, because what is there to say about this game that besides that it should have been uh, flexed to 3 a.m.? Did you see that tweet and meme? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, At least we don't get embarrassed on national TV. No, we'll save that for Thursday. But, uh... <clears throat> well, I checked the uh, the 506. Do you ever take a look at that website? It shows you what yeah, games yeah. are on. Yeah. And the Bears-Broncos game is like half of the 48 states, my friend. Did you see where one of the networks, like in Florida or somewhere random where it was on, was like trying to petition <clears throat> to have the, the league allow them to play a different game? <laughs> Oh gosh! Prompting one of the Bears guys on Twitter, I think it was Brandon Segru, to be like, "Must flee TV." <laughs> it's so good. Must flee TV. Well I love it. Well done. So, I wanted to start us off with. Well, do you want to do upon further review or the next step in Bears enlightenment? Uh, let's do First. upon further review and, and wrap up the uh, okay the three. So we have, we have a segment upon further review where we double check the things we said in the past post game, maybe after we watched all 22. And as many of you know, in our Bears Chiefs post game, which we couldn't record because I was gone, Chris had said the Bears lost and looked bad. And I just wanted to say that I echo that and I don't have anything to change. How about you? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Although, did you know that Taylor Swift was at the game? I didn't know that, but I might, I'm so tired of that. I'm not watching Sunday night Chiefs Jets. Oh, of course, scheduled when Rodgers was healthy, and now it's going to be the Taylor Swift show. There she is. There she is. Yeah, is she, good job, I, Kelsey. You're more famous than your football career would have ever let you be. Yeah, and some people are wondering if that's why he's uh, why he's doing it, and if she's doing it to like, you know, uh, angle for a Super Bowl halftime show in the future or something. Uh, so perhaps maybe it's love, Chris. You ever think about that? I suppose it could. Yes, mm. you're right. You never know. Yeah, they're right. they're they're not the problem so much as the incessant coverage of it, which I don't want to be guilty of. So that's enough of mm. that. There she is. There she is. And who who caught the close-up video of them? Jared Payton, my friend. It's always around the Bears. Sweetness. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's had some good interviews. Yeah, I, I do have one more thing to say. Well played, <clears throat> bringing her to the game against the Bears, Kelsey. That was nice. That was <laughs> yeah, okay. So what do you got after your uh, further? I think there's actually been some really good analysis of uh, what the Bears were uh, not able to do. Uh, that Chiefs defense was pretty darn good, and that uh, um, mm -hmm. that needs They're to be. Good. They're young and pretty good. They're yes. better than I think. Chris yes. Jones is awesome, but some of the young players are really playing well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, the Bears' offense is a total disaster. The scheme makes no sense. They still don't get open very often. It's like it's either Justin or the scheme any given play or the line, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think and, most of that game, the part I saw and the part of the All-22 I watched, it really is scheme was not getting anyone open. The receivers just weren't open most of the time. Yeah, more so than week one and two. That was what I yeah. uh, Week two is, I think, too. Justin's worst. Agreed. And then, Agreed. you know, whatever. We'll talk more about that, I suppose, if we want. But we do have the Broncos coming into town we should talk about after some Bears enlightenment. Oh, okay. I'm ready. I, I've decided that the next step... Well, the Bears, okay, so you know that the phrase get right game. Yes. The Bears are going to be everybody's get right game. <laughs> are you starting a quarterback for the second time? It's his first time starting as the actual starter. Would you like for him to have a soft landing and a good first game? Come to Chicago. Come to the Bears' bosom and be comforted. You will leave happy. He's your next Hall of Famer. You're good to go. Are you starting a bad journeyman quarterback who plays out of control? Host the Bears. They'll get a little pressure, but they won't bring him down. He'll look like the number one pick again. Are you the Super Bowl champs not even averaging 20 points a game to start the season? Play the Bears. You'll drop 40 on us. We are here for you, NFL teams. (laughs) We will make whatever problems you have go away. Did you just give up 70 points and 700 yards? I can't even say that one with a straight face. How is that even possible? Come to Chicago. We aren't cracking 30. We're probably not cracking 20. And we sure as heck are not going to have 700 yards. Your defense will get a little swagger back. Your much maligned quarterback will look like himself again. Actually, he's off to a good start this year. Your Super Bowl winning coach will get his first win with your organization. We can fix you. (laughs) Yes, Chris, it's the Bears Messiah Complex. We're here to save all the other teams. Washington, did you not have enough sacks last week? Come play the Bears, have half a dozen. It's going to work all year. (laughs) The get-right game. The Bears Messiah Complex. Wow. One (laughs) brutal loss at a time, fixing the league. That is... Spot on so far, my friend. Wow, it tracks. Right? Uh, yeah, uh, if I can detour for a moment to uh, Jordan Love, who looked all world against the Bears, and since then has <laughs> not looked. I mean, he he made a couple great throws last night against Detroit, like a couple throws that made me think, "Oh crap!" But then other times, he's you know killing gophers and uh overshooting guys and uh when you finally get a pass rush on you you get a little jittery so but he's not you know he reminds me of hmm. jay he has real coaches mitch mitch ah can run a little bit can make a couple throws you're like dang <clears throat> all right i see that and then you'll that's be true. like wow where are you throwing that that's true that was overthrows mm-hmm. but he just got way better coaches in line when they're healthy but yeah he's he's erratic is what he is Mitch might still be the Bears quarterback if he could pick apart a zone defense, though, like Love did against us. Which yeah, is true. Maybe but one the, again, they, they but... schemed it up so well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a perfect comp. I think Love is better, probably, at this point. You can say it's too early, I suppose. But, yeah, he's kind of all over the place is really what I'm going for with the Yeah, comp. no, I, I think that's a good comp from that And, like, he had yeah. seven touchdowns and a 53% completion on the year going into last night. That's, like ridiculously yeah. fluky <laughs> and we saw the officials once again helping out green I, Bay. I was hoping that was done but i guess not <laughs> that was they're gonna be I, really tough to beat if they can keep playing after the clock stops 
I was really <laughs> glad that the broadcast uh did not, you know, mince any words about how awful of a miss that was. Like that that was encouraging. Yeah, great job. They mm-hmm. did. And I mean Al Michaels is awesome. Yeah, and was it Terry McCauley, the uh, retired ref? I think the he's booth? their ref. And yeah. I like Herb Street well enough. Yeah. Yeah. But Michaels is, makes Thursday worth it just because he's either entertained and entertaining himself mm-hmm. or he's so freaking annoyed at the product on the field that he's entertaining for that reason, which will yeah. be what happens this Yo, coming this, Thursday. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be... What are you talking about? The Bears are going to be two and three by Thursday night, my friend. Well, you know, maybe. if they could win Sunday, you might be able to convince me they can ride a little momentum into two and three. But if they lose Sunday, guaranteed 0 and five. Yeah, I I don't think they're one and four with the one being the win on the road at Washington Thursday night. But yesterday, Luke Getze said they are close to being something special. I hate when that man talks. Something. (laughs) I hate it. He's up there laughing and cutting up like everything's fine. And then Potsy asked that awesome question. Like, how come every other team can do it? Why is CJ Stroud able to pass the ball just fine? And he gives this stupid, oh, there's plays there. We didn't make them. We should execute better. I can't stand these coaches. I'm, I am so out on the coaches already. He's in denial. The whole team seems to be in denial. The coaches are. Yeah. We're check watched maybe two or three games away from the player mutiny. Yeah. The start of it. You know, where they you start to hear the, the rumblings. I'm not saying they, like, don't play. I'm just saying where you're like, oh, oh, there's a locker room thing. Mm-hmm. Unless you count Alan Williams already giving us one of those. Yeah. But yeah, the Bears are really bad on both sides of the ball. And that's why they get right Bears Messiah complex makes sense. Yeah. But, Even uh, if one side improves, they could still lose any given week because of the other. Yeah. So if the Bears lost Sunday 31 28, how are you in that with that game? You okay? Perfectly you happy. Agreed. Well, in the big picture, because I'm already moving on to the draft because they're terrible and I know they're not going to do anything this year. <laughs> okay. And I want to fire everyone. Okay. Okay. But if they scored 28, that means Fields did a lot better, right? Unless it's like you would assume a, so. A pick six and a kickoff return. I just, he, and... he looks broken, man. It looks like they broke him. Like, go back and watch the Pittsburgh game as rookie year. That's not the guy we got right now. It's not. I know. It's so sad. It's like we're really... fixing his footwork and we're fixing his mechanics and his release and his hip torque. And he's back there going, okay, okay, my feet are here and I got to put my shoulder here and my hip over here. It, it's it's just bad, man. Really bad. It's, there's no justifying the numbers. They're, they're terrible. It, it, the eye test is terrible. It's all terrible, man. Like it, it, he might turn it around, but it is more unlikely every week. 99 yards. Yeah. Somewhat against the backups. Jordan Love stunk yesterday and still had, like, what, 264? <laughs> yeah. 99. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just want to play the same sport as the rest of the league. Yeah, so uh, let me – I wrote down a couple things here to ask you as a – I think this fits nights into your Bears next steps thing. So you are <laughs> – are you in tank mode already? Are the Bears tanking now or – Not not yet. Uh, The smart thing is that you need a tank. 05 if they go on five are they tanking yeah, yeah okay. i would at that point i mean you don't really embrace yeah. a tank until it's there in front of you in december to be fair and then the you... players shouldn't embrace it ever right and like football is too physical and demanding for you to be able to go out there and be like oh, i'm not gonna try yeah you're gonna get your head knocked off right let so me... like the players should never do that let me give you three scenarios here tell me which is most likely one two three one being most likely 
three being least likely. Okay. Uh, number one, next year, Fields is back with new coaches. Two, coaches are back, new quarterback. Three, clean house. New quarterback, new coaches. Clean house. Okay. What's next? Worst likely? scenario is scapegoating Fields and keeping these morons. Is there any another quarterback and once again being off schedule and then firing them after the guy's first year as a quarterback, right? And then you still don't have it synced up. I think both fields and the coaches are overwhelmingly likely to be gone. I think polls is the question mark. I don't think he's done anywhere near enough to keep his job in most respects. His drafts haven't been all that great. His free agency has been a debacle. Look at all the resources they had in their worst this year. That's embarrassing. Yeah, if they want to a- fire him. I will shed no tears. It is remarkable how they can be worse this year after the additions that they made. Both sides of the ball. I think I'm yeah, even more. He's not prioritizing the part that matters for the defense anyway. Three tackle, yeah, three tackle. Yeah, well, just line in general. But yeah. you know, you can't. And then, like, the weird thing is, I was talking to cousin Nate. Cousin Nate, hello, shout out. About this a few times the last couple of weeks, like they got all these big physical press man corners mm-hmm. for a cover two. <laughs> and a cover three. He plays a ton of cover three too. <sighs> like they've got they've got all these guys on the defensive line, but but no three tech. So Andrew a, Billings is having a nice year. He yeah. transitioned just fine to a three four nose. So it looks like Ryan Poles is not building a defense for his coach, which really gets the gears spinning. You makes you wonder. Yes, that's where I'm. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm wondering. Why why are the scheme and the players not lining up? That's exactly what I was going to say. So well, the usual organizational dysfunction is one theory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the other one is Poles is not married to this coach and thinks he has the wherewithal to get a second coach, and is going to fire the coach. But it's a little conspiratorial, right? It is, but it doesn't really add up. Like the moves don't make sense. Tremaine Edmonds is the only move you're like, okay, that's a scheme fit. Yeah, even the right. guys they drafted, they'd never played three tech. Yeah. They're just like, he has the traits for it, well, but he's never done it. Why do we always put people in situations they've never done? Getsy's never called plays. That really started with uh, Emery, didn't it? And hasn't changed since. Because like yeah. Jerry Angelo was very good about, he wanted, he knew who he needed for Lovey's Lance scheme. Briggs, third round pick. Yep. Killer weak side linebacker by productivity in college. Not super fast, but great weak side linebacker. Pro, great wheat side linebacker. I mean, it made sense. Jerry just couldn't get the OC QB right with Lovey. Yep. That and that, that sunk the ship. But that was the best era of Bears football in our lives. Yep. Like, that yep. we're old enough to remember. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's a great question. I just think if they bring the coaches back and draft a QB, I'm going to have a hard time continuing to do this a couple times a week. I will be livid. Mm. There will be more. Uh... It'll be the third time they've done it. There'll be more special segments. <laughs> They've just not. Yeah, nice job with the meatball pontificator. Oh, thank by the you. Way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I I think it'll be very hard, a very bitter pill to swallow if they do the whole, let's say, draft Williams and pair him with Eberflus and Getze. Oh, my gosh. So best case then for that would be cleaning house. Maybe house. polls is included in that. Maybe not. But yeah, that's up to I, Kevin well, Warren, I, would, I, I would clean house just because it's better for the overall trajectory. Brand new coach, QB, and GM. Just do it. Let the president. You can certainly his... make a case that Poles has done his job better than the rest, at least in terms of assets. 
but his evaluations have been pretty bad. Yeah. So like you can you can fire him too for all I care. I'm just saying Eberflus is a total dumpster fire. <laughs> Fields is trending in the wrong direction and Poles is at best a question mark. If you want to reset the whole thing cuz your coach is like, "No, I want this GM." Do it. Get yeah, everybody on the same page and go get your stud QB. Let Kevin Warren be the president. Let him yeah, pick his that's GM the wild card, and, right? Like is that yeah. the way it's going to work? Yeah. It needs to. So you're you're still convinced, and I'm I'm not trying to debate you or argue with you. I just want to make sure I'm yeah. clear where you're coming from. You don't believe that Poles wanted Eberflus, that Eberflus was kind of forced. I, there's on a him. lot of chatter about that, but yes, they gave him a list of three names. And then he picks the one who shares his agent. Come on. The, this was all done by Trace Armstrong, including hiring Poles. And those, the Bears those don't were, know what they're doing. They defer to people like Trace Armstrong. And look, lo and behold, it's my two clients. Come on, read the tea leaves, guys. This isn't even a conspiracy. This is just fact. <laughs> yeah, I, I so was you connect about, the dots and you make a conclusion. But those was, two things are facts. That was talked about at the time. I remember hearing that. That uh, So Flus was his pick out of the three they gave him. That's not picking your coach. Yeah. Well, it's disappointing he did that instead of saying, no, I need more time to do my own. Young GM, all Birds. that kind of stuff. And it makes you wonder if they had an assurance that he'd get a chance to hire his own later. In which case, why did you hire Eber right. at all? I mean, none yeah. of this makes any sense, but that's because the Bears do stuff that's stupid. Is that George then? George meddling? I would assume. Why is Bill Polian advising? I don't know. He's from a bygone era when it comes to the NFL. Like, yeah. it, the, gee, we had a guy that ran the Colts recommend a coach from the Colts. The guy that <laughs> was famous for running cover two recommend a guy running cover two. I mean, come on. Yeah. So whichever it, part of that process leads you to Eberflus, it's bad process either way. And bad process gives you bad results. Yeah. And maybe Pullian said, hey, hey, George, remember when the Bears ran cover two and they were really good? They could be really oh, good again yeah. if they run the cover two. <laughs> It's like the, why don't the Bears run to 46 anymore? Uh, we heard all through the late 90s. and <laughs> it's just better than this. Why don't the Bears run there, the there cover are like two? There are like 500 tweets about how bad the Bears defense is with stats to prove it. Pressure, pass rush, blitz percentage, zone coverage ability. Like you name it, they're tremendously awful at defense under yeah. this defense defensive-minded head coach. Yeah, and you know, earlier this week, Lawrence Holmes on the score asked the question, who's been worse, the defense or fields? And to me, it's a no-brainer. It's the defense because they've been 32nd the last two years with a defensive head coach. Well, fields has shown you flashes. The defense hasn't even given you any flashes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's part of it, too. But like, the part that's inexcusable is they're spending the resources on defense. Yeah. Except for Darnell Wright and DJ Moore. But everything else was defense. And a defensive head coach, you oh, and Nate Davis, have, who doesn't ever play. You've got well, yeah. You've got to have at least a top half defense if you have a defensive head coach. I would say you even have to have a top ten defense if you're going to you have a defensive it, head. It's coach. It's just not hard, and this stuff just kills me. It just kills me. You make it harder on yourself as an organization when you hire a defensive head coach. Because the defense is harder to keep together because it takes tons of moving parts. Mm -hmm. And because the second you have a good offensive coordinator and you finally get that right for your quarterback, then you've got to get a new one because someone hires him. So you're constantly doing more work to keep a defense together and to keep a, a good offensive coordinator in the building when you should just hire the offensive head coach 
to call the plays. I don't care that it didn't work with Matt Nagy. That was the right logic. Sometimes you it still was. get a bad result. Right. But bad process always gets you a bad result. Demico Ryan's off to a solid start in Houston. C.J. Stroud is killing it. Yeah, well, guess what happens next year when he loses his O.C.? He gets to start over again with a new one. Maybe he'll be coach-proof by then. But you're making it harder. Josh Allen, they made it harder for him. His mm -hmm. worst year was last year since right. his breakout. Yep. He'll mm -hmm. probably be better this year because it's year two with that system. Same-ish system, but they're still going to tweak things. Right? And for the love of all that is good and holy in this world, can we please not have a first-time play caller no matter how it shakes out? That's I think that's a terrible part of this process. Yeah. It shows that he's not called plays at this level. Yes, it does. Yes, Although it does. having an experienced one in Eberflus hasn't helped the defense any. So it's again, it's not perfect, but you're making it harder. Yeah. Control the part you can control. Sync up the coach QB and maybe GM, but definitely coach and QB, and get the coach to be from the right side of the ball. McDermott is an outlier. The rest of the perennial playoff contenders and Super Bowl contenders are coached by people with an offense background. Mm -hmm. Bills yeah. are the exception, not the rule. Patriots were the exception for a while, but you had Brady uh, too. He's his own you, coach. You Tom Brady, yeah. <laughs> so that's what you do. You hire a defensive coach and draft a quarterback in the sixth round. That's how you do it. Become the Mike. best and most accomplished <laughs> ever. Got it. Easy peasy. Yeah. So what? Where? Where do the Bears have to get to before they uh, uh, sit fields down? Because the coaches are going to try to save their jobs, right? I don't know. At some point. Are you point... channeling your inner hub arc this year? Oh, gosh, no. But I do want to ask you that. I like how uh... he compared it to an outfielder. Yes, that his quarterback dumb. is just like outfield. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, hub arc tweeted that uh, <laughs> fields is broken, which could be true. But then the thing you I need do to do is sit him. Sit him for a couple of weeks and quote, see what you've got in Bajan, which we've been hearing for 25, 30 years with the backup Bears quarterback, which I'm sick of, and he should know better. But yeah, you this is he, he compared it to Seiya Suzuki of the Cubs and how that was good for him. <laughs> well, yeah, for maybe an outfielder who needs like I don't even know how many games he was out, maybe two series. There's 162 baseball games. 162 <laughs> games. So that would be what? the equivalent of telling one of your best baseball players to sit for, what would it be, 20 games? I don't even know. You have to do the math. But the point but is, ridiculous. it's a brutal comparison. Yeah. The second you sit him, he's done. Correct. It's not sit it's him to over. fix him. There's no fixing him. It's over. I don't yeah. think we should have any any thought to any of that until at least December. Okay. It's, it's pointless, though. Well... Okay, so then Beige does what? Plays good for a month and you pass on a QB in the draft? I sure hope not. Well, I, I'm saying the you know coaches... I mean? Like, what do you even gain there? I'm not arguing for this. Please understand. Okay. I am no, not I'm arguing I'm just trying to say, this. like, when people say it, like, stop and think. Oh, they're not thinking. They're not you thinking. Don't, you don't gain any... Well, are you going to prove he's the backup? Just don't... <laughs> as long as you don't fall for him being the starter, mm -hmm. whatever. But it's still too early to do anything like that. I still think Fields could turn it around. It's just extremely unlikely, and it gets more, more, and more unlikely, unlikely by the week. Yeah, these next four games, if he's going he can't to, now, we'll it's start over. seeing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if he if he can't this week have two at least better games and trending upward, then yeah, I agree. It's it's done. He maybe again, can flourish somewhere else. Yeah. And the performance is so bad it's not like oh it's 200 yards and it was kind of clunky and all over the it's 99 yards yeah it's not throwing the ball when they're open in the tampa game 
Mm-hmm. It's not throwing the ball when they're open in the Green Bay game, but also bad blocking that game. But the scheme stinks. He's scared or, or rattled or whatever. I hate saying that. I'm just It's just watch the games, you know? All right, so Bears-Broncos, the battle of bad Navy and Orange teams. <laughs> uh, this is just remarkable. The Bears at home are getting three and a half points against a team that just lost by 50. That That's very telling that uh, there's no doubt in Vegas's mind that the worst team in the National Football League is our beloved Chicago Bears. Yep. So the Broncos are actually pretty decent offensively. Seventh in passing yards. Someone is worse than the Bears in passing yards. I find that hard to believe, but okay. Wow. On defense, they're basically both terrible. We're 31st, they're 32nd. So We're 31st? They're 32nd because of the, the craziness hey. against Miami. Yeah, but it All won't right. be for long because that's <laughs> such a crazy game. It's like three games in to have a game like that is going to make them last. No. Bottom line is this. I don't trust our QB or coach more than I trust their QB or coach. Even though I think both teams are bad, I'm picking the Broncos 30, uh, 20, let's say three. Who knows? I'm giving the Bears yeah. the ability to move the ball. Gosh, I want to pick with my heart, but I can't do that. I don't think I'm actually going to agree with David Hall, which. Makes you, you throw up in Chris's my mouth face, a little guys, bit. He is in a <laughs> tremendous amount of emotional angst right now. Yes. I agree with David Haw that I'm not picking the Bears to win until they win. Uh, originally, that was my thinking in regards to Green Bay. But now that's my thinking in regards to the whole league. So. Adam John said that, too. There's a bunch of us in that place. I'm in there. I'm there, too, man. I'm and by go... the way, I, I would like a win just to be able to be not on the, the, the whole losing streak thing. Yeah. But at some point, if we get closer to the end of the season and they're still in the running for the pick, tank again for Caleb Williams, absolutely. He's that good. But this is one of those winnable games. And if you don't win it, it, it I don't know where your next win is. Carolina? Yeah. Uh, maybe Washington. But I know, I doubt, I I, See, they can't block that front. The that's Bears a can't good, block those guys. That's a good get right game for Washington. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. We're the Messiah complex. All right. All I'm right go so we, 37. Yeah, give me a score. 37-24, Broncos. That sounds about right. Yep, I'll, I'll buy it. Okay, yeah. other games. The the game that matters most. Last well, night. Once again, we, we crushed it last <laughs> night. Yeah. I would have picked Lions. Detroit. I think Detroit's really good. Next Bears coach, Minnesota ben at Carolina. Hurts uh, me to have to root for the Vikings, but you bet I know. you. I am, man. Carolina could get us that number one pick real believably. And I think they're bad. I think Minnesota is definitely better. I think Minnesota is a bit of a mess, but Carolina's talent deficiencies and two big injuries on the defense, which was going to have to carry this team to begin with. Mm-hmm. Give me the Vikings. I don't care about the score, but I think they'll cover if anyone else cares. Yeah, I <laughs> Vikings agree. are better. It doesn't matter where it's played. And Bryce Young, yeah, he's only played two games. He may not even – is he back this week? I don't even know. It but... sounds like he's going to start. <clears throat> okay. Well, the two games he played – yeah, he looks like a rookie, but boy, he just looks so small. It's just kind of wild. I, I mean, I, I know don't... Murray's like really short, but Murray's like stocky, you know? Yeah, like Murray. Meat on the bones. Yeah, he looks Young like... just looks scrawny and short. Yeah. Uh, and he got hurt. I kind of am worried about him so... holding up. Like, no joking you right. know, intended with the whole yeah. thing, but like, gosh, just doesn't look like the body type could possibly hold up in this vicious league. Yeah. 
All right. The only other game I'm really all that wild about picking is a doozy of a matchup that I'm going to have to put on the other other screen because this is a game of the year contender. Miami at Buffalo. When Ooh, those two yeah. teams play, that's a fun matchup. We get one yes. more of them. Mm -hmm. Buffalo getting two and a half. I mean, uh, Buffalo favored by two and a half at home. Mm. So it's a pick them, basically. Yeah. That's, you know, if, if I said at the start of the season in our pregame pod or whatever, preseason pod, if Tua stays healthy, Miami's going to be good. He's still yeah. healthy and they're really good. Yeah. Buffalo is also really good. I think this is the kind of like matchup where I'd normally pick the home teams, but it's early in the year. Buffalo is not going to gain all that much from being at home in this game. You know, like over the years, Miami's always struggled in New England and Buffalo late mm -hmm. in the year. Yeah. I don't think it's a factor here. I think Miami keeps it rolling. I, mean, I think it'll be fun. Wow. Real fun. Yeah. Boy, they, they look like the best team in the league right now. That's for sure. Yep. Um, yeah. I, it's hard to pick against Miami, but I, I beginning of the season, I said Josh Allen was my uh, MVP pick. So I'll pick that he gets it done at home against the best team in the AFC right now. There you go. So. That we have a little disagreement there. That's cool. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, there's some other, there's a couple games that involve two and one teams, but I don't know, like Baltimore at Cleveland, Tampa at New Orleans. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't find those that, that intriguing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not yet. I mean, I think Baltimore, Cleveland, that has the chance to have a division winner. Well, what's going on with Cincinnati, man? I mean, they won, but His, he's hurt. Burrow's hurt and it doesn't look right. Mm, yeah. You know why he's hurt. I have one fantasy team, and he's my QB. That's why. Oh, I thought it was because I picked him to the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, maybe it's both. Could be oh both. boy, we yeah. really, we really, really hurt the Cincinnati chances, didn't we? <laughs> all right, sorry, that's, Cincy. Uh, that's all I got. You know, right. it's a uh, it's a week where we better win, and if we don't, then you're gonna have a hard time finding wins on the schedule. But the Broncos are saying the same thing. Mm hmm. Yes, they are. Uh, should we talk this uh, on maybe next time about the Josh Lucas interview? That, that was, was really story? good. That's all we yeah, could we do should. a whole we could do a whole show on that whole episode on that. We'll have to figure out how to do this before yeah. the Bears Thursday game too. Let's do it then. Okay. Yeah. Also, uh, one last thing though on the Bears, I am grateful that they didn't give us anything ridiculous Wednesday when they all talked to the media. This was a relatively tame week for the Bears. Other than the we're about to build something special, I agree. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well that I mean they say stupid stuff, the coach speak, but yeah. there was no big to do, no national headlines. Last week was tough, man. The Alan Williams stuff and the fields, yeah, coaching answer and then walking it back, and I'm like, you should just stay with it. You know, it's like at least it was less dramatic this week. Yeah, and now the now some of the reporters were all upset and huffy that Fields gave them bland answers again this week and i think it was darnell mooney who said you'll probably never get anything from him again and that was did true. you hear a dj moore's like yeah i think he should smile a bit more but y'all burned him or whatever he said yeah. he said something like that he talked about how he should smile more but yeah and grody on the score was like you know i don't think he's doing himself any favors but i totally get why it's true yeah. i agree with that totally like he needs to try to be friendly still but i absolutely get why he's like guarded yep for sure all right, well, so we put a bow on it. Yep. Thanks so much for listening to 
episode 118 of Barely Educated. Uh, hopefully, we've got a win to talk about in our next... Uh... Oh, by the way, Sunday... Uh, I don't think I can do post-game Sunday. My wife has a concert. I have to be a good husband. Okay. Be at the concert. I don't know if I'm available either. We'll figure okay. it out. Okay. All right. We'll Maybe talk later and... that night. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So be it on won't the be that out. afternoon. We'll have we have family yeah. in town. Oh, okay. Maybe later at night. Yeah, that'll be yeah good for me. Okay. So be on the lookout, listeners. We'll put stuff on the socials about that. But uh, find it. Speaking of socials, find us on Twitter at barely underscore educated. That's also our YouTube channel. Send us an email at barelyeducatedpod at gmail.com. And consider joining our honor roll on our Buy Me a Coffee website, which is buymeacoffee.com slash barely underscore educated. We'll send you a t-shirt and give you some special goodies down the road. <laughs> so, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. What's wrong with you people? Justin Fields! Oh no. Packers lose. I f***ing love the Bears.